Welcome to Girl Listen, the podcast, bringing you fresh new episodes each week with different guests sharing their unique experiences. Expect to learn, expect to laugh, and expect to keep coming back for more. Pour yourself a glass and join us for some girl chat. Welcome to another episode of Girl Listen, the podcast with your favorite host, Ange Mumoreze. Today, I'm stoked to introduce to you all my next guest on the show, a woman of many layers. For a start, she was the very first Miss Teen New Zealand. She's walked the runway during Fashion Week. She is a DJ and self-proclaimed Instagram chef like myself. And you guessed it right, it is Vanessa Umugabe-Kazi. Welcome to the podcast! Whoop whoop! Hey! I need to do one of those DJ... Boop boop, blap blap. I love it. Did I say your last name right? Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. I'm sure similar to my last name, people like murder it. I was, um, I'm like, I, I was listening for sure, but like, I was just so caught up in everything you're saying. I'm like, wow, like the hype. <laughs> you're like, I did that. What? I did that? <laughs> I um, love it. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'll just say one thing though. Mm-hmm. Miss Miss Teen Universe. So I don't want I don't want I don't want Miss Teen New Zealand to come for me. <laughs> okay, I knew it. I'm like, don't freestyle, don't freestyle. Miss Teen Universe. Oh, that's nah, even it's all good. Um, easy to get it like mixed up. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the one. Alrighty. Well, um, I already know our conversation is going to be hard to keep to time because you know me and you love to talk. <laughs> yes. But I thought we'd start by maybe letting the listeners know how we know each other, which is. Well, my my understanding is essentially I've known you since you were like mad young, like young, young. Yeah. Mm, mm. And um, which is funny because the other day we were talking about how we're not even that different in age. Yeah. But at the same time for me, I was like, I could have babysat you as far as I knew. But it's just because I used to hang out with your older sisters and we've known each other through obviously both being Rundees, being in the community, family, friends, and then lived together at some point. I think we lived in Hamilton together like at the same time at some point as well. Yeah, we did actually. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so the universe really be a lot like aligning things. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a minute. It's been a good long time that we've known each other. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I, yeah, I agree with you. Like when I was younger, I honestly would look at you and your sisters and be like, oh my gosh, like, wow, they're so much older than me. And they're so cool. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, like, it's like, damn, we're only like a couple years apart. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know how that happens. I think you just, yeah, me hanging out with your older sisters, you just presume. But yeah, we are, we have a lot in common and we always chat about some really interesting things. It goes down in the DMs. It goes down in the DMs. It goes down, <laughs> it does. So um, yeah, let's get into some girl chat. Mm-hmm, let's go. So first things first, I feel like modeling is a good one to start with because I... I feel like modeling is a huge part of your identity. And um, it's obviously part of modeling, I imagine, based on my research, you know, it's obviously um, weight can be a bit of an issue in that sort of thing and body image. And it's one of those jobs where your appearance is a big factor. So I'm just trying to get your take on your experience with modeling, body image, um, and your experience so far. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It is. Um a job that is heavily based on your looks um, because, yeah, that's what they hire you for, the way that you look, uh, the way that you're able to present certain um, content, um, especially these days, clothing, etc. Um, the weight, 
the weight thing, it was really, really bad. Like before, I think maybe like, I'd say before five years ago, it was extremely bad and it's getting mm-hmm. better. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's getting better. There's so much more diversity, which I love because my mission from from the very beginning was to be a model with purpose. And my purpose was to be a model that speaks on behalf of others in terms of like opening up the range of diversity, inclusivity, and to see that like flourishing now, I'm I'm stoked. I'm so stoked. Yeah, like, and that's sort of with like the Ashley Grahams and that sort of thing and diversity in so many ways. Yeah, like we're seeing more, you know, more of these women and they're on, they're on like the forefront as well, which is really, really nice to see. Um, we still got work to do in this industry though, for sure, because, you know, like they tokenize people. And um, definitely, that, yeah, and that's not it. Like they tokenize. They tokenize. I hope tokenize is a word. <laughs> well, <laughs> you like, coined it. If it's not, it's, yeah. you made it. It is. <laughs> yeah, like not just with people of color, but also with plus size models. And the crazy thing is, you have girls who are not like they'll say that they're plus just because they're like size ten. They'll say, "Oh, they're plus size." Like, come on! Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I've seen that. And to be honest, I think we need to change the term plus size anyway, you know? Like, let's not be putting these, like, labels out there like this. Like, we need to change that. And everyone just needs to be a model. I like that. Mm. There's a lot of things where it's, like, labeling. We get over-labeled, man. It's just like, I'm just a model. I don't have to be a plus size model. I'm just a model. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any kind of stories, whether it's for yourself or maybe people you know in the modeling industry where they've kind of been asked to maybe lose weight or gain weight or um, that sort of thing or things that you've heard of? Yeah, there's a lot of stories um, that I've heard from other people. Uh, For me, um, one story that does stand out is when I was just starting out uh, and I was visiting a few agencies, I remember this one woman telling me, uh, I'm going to have to watch my weight. Um, She mentioned how you know, African people are more prone to gaining weight around their thighs and their butt. And when I was 14, I was so skinny. I was so yeah. skinny. Yeah, so it didn't that she, get thinner than that back then. Mm, yeah. And <laughs> no, it didn't. So like for her to say that, oh my gosh. And for me to register at that age, that that was extremely, extremely like, like detrimental. I was like, mm-mm. No, no, no. I cannot. I cannot sign with this agency. Like I'm already hella skinny, and then you're already telling me that I'm going to have to watch my weight. Uh, yeah, that's not appropriate. Nope, nope, nope. nope. And it's yeah. so good that you knew. You were like, no, I already know. I'm, you know, I'm already nice and slim. So the fact that you know you took that and you knew yourself, whereas someone else might have been like, maybe I am big, and that's how body dysmorphia yeah. comes along. Like someone could now see themselves as big when they're not. Exactly, and that like. Those sort of moments, um, experiencing that and then hearing other people's like um, experiences like that, they they push me even more like with my mission in terms of um, yes. you know diversity and yeah yeah I was like nah I, I see what's going on and I see I saw it from a young age and I knew like things have to change. No, definitely, um, and I think that's so good that you want to be like a pioneer for change in that industry because it's so well known for or badly known for um, just yeah encouraging people to under eat and eating disorders and all that sort of thing. So. It's amazing that you're not just modeling for the sake of modeling or the vanity of it, but you're doing it um, and you have a more of a purpose for it. Yeah, yeah. Now, shout out to Tara Banks. Like, honestly, she is one of the models that really stood out to me because I saw what she was doing, you know. It wasn't just about looks for her. She was so vocal about um, body positivity and being yourself. And I love that. And I just, 
like for me, I, I, I don't want to say like um, that I'm a, I want to be a pioneer of something, but I, it's more so a carrier because like there's obviously people way before me that have been being saying this and some people that were saying it without like a, a g- big platform or the right platform to be heard. And so I'm like, you know, I'm just carrying these things that I, that I heard. Yeah. And the next person after me, um, carry it on. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Mm. That's how these things change as well. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Now that's really cool. Also with your social media, I feel like one thing I was like, man, when it comes to Vanessa, your social media is so positive. It's always been positive. I can go to your story and I know you're either going to make us laugh. You're either going to (laughs) be gutsy whining upon the story. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or you're going to post something that's really like, you know, be kind, have grace. Like it's always something really positive. So is that something that you've kind of, is that always just been you or is it something where you actually made a decision to be like, this is going to be a positive page? Um, In terms of like the page itself, I never set out for it to be that way. Like I was like, this is how I'm going to make my page. Um, But it's always been me. And I think maybe when I was younger, I was not so vocal about it. Um, but as I, as I grew up, I started to like embrace me more and I was like, man, we just need more love and like happiness and positivity in this world. And, and if I can be someone that, that like sheds that, let me do it. Let me shed some light into this world because damn, we all need it. You know, for real, like, especially, I guess the main reason I'm like, I I love going to your page for that is because you just, you know, you'll have news alerts on your phone and it's like tsunami here, COVID there, death here, all these dark things. And the world is honestly quite a mess. So I like that your, your page, your post, your energy is always positive. And my question about that is how do you stay positive around like negativity or going through hard times? How do you find like, yeah, what helps you to stay positive? Mm. I mean, as positive as I am on social media, like I try to be also in real life, but I, that's the other thing that I, I, I don't lie and I don't hide the bad moments too. I, I, I tell people like, mm, today was a bad day, guys. I feel sad, you know, yes. I'm like, but it's going to be, but I'm like, it's going to be all right. Um, and that's the thing. I've just learned to like trust, like the energy that I'm giving out. So I know that when I'm in a bad situation, I'm not feeling too good. Um, I accept it. I'm like, okay, I know I'm feeling this right now, but I know things will get better. And I like to do yes. affirmations. So I'll, I'll do like these affirmations. Um, and just tell myself or, you know, just sh- not shout it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just say it out loud. Yeah. And just be like, you know, I'm good. I got this. I'll be okay. Like things like that. And that keeps me going. It, it really does. Well, play some good, like feel good music or just things that make me feel, you know, warm and fuzzy and happy. And yeah. That yeah. My spirits up. Mm. Like doing practical stuff too. Not just. Yeah, like putting on the music and all that sort of thing. I think that helps a lot, eh? Like it mm. can lift your spirits. Oh, for sure. Like most of the time when I'm dancing, it's because I feel so free. Like mm-hmm. I'm like twerking. <laughs> twerking <laughs> frees me. <laughs> yeah, I love dope. it. I saw a meme the other day and it was like, um, uh, I cry and then I twerk after. <laughs> You're like, That's this me. is me. <laughs> This is me, yeah. <laughs> and speaking of twerking, like you're doing your like wind down Wednesdays and stuff. You're doing your dancing mm. on Instagram, which we're all appreciating. Do you feel like that's part mm-hmm. of kind of what you do to keep active and keep your body nice and, you know, fit and strong? Oh, like, yeah. I'm like glad that I do that because if I didn't, damn. <laughs> Who knows where I'd be at? I'm, I, I, I'm, not a, I'm not fit, guys. I'm really not fit. Like, 
look, you're look one of those receiving. people that appear fit. But I remember even, I think we talked about this before and you're just like, girl, you should see the things that I eat, the dessert that I yeah. put together and make. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm not, I'm a fat person in a skinny person's body. <laughs> For real, for real. And that's why I'm like, thank thank God that I enjoy dancing, you know, because when I dance, I dance hard. Um, but it really does help. Yeah. So like, it's like I could go and do, I don't know, some cardio, some sort of cardio workout or high intensity, but I just go and dance and it's like yeah. kind of the equivalent for me. Yeah. Mm. It's still definitely the dancing you're doing, especially because I've seen you be sweating and everything. That's still cardio. Yeah, like yeah. And then, and then doing all these, um, you know, like knee on your on your knees, whining on your knees, and, you know, and squatting. Knee. Like, hey, that's leg day. <laughs> it is actually. That is so that's day. really cool. You found a way to stay active and enjoy it. As of recently, I've found that the like it's so important to find exercise that you would do even if you weren't trying to be fit or work like lose weight, for example. Because mm. mm. I'm doing stuff like I'll be like I'm gonna go for a run because I want to fit into these jeans, but if you're actually running just because you love that feeling and it, um, you know, makes you feel good or you're dancing because like you said, it just makes you feel, you know, lighter and fluffier and good, um, then you're going to keep doing it. So I think that's a really awesome thing that you're able to do and enjoy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, that's right. Because like, you know, when when you don't like going to the gym, you're like, oh, I've got to do this again. Like you really have to drag yourself there and you don't have a good time and then you find excuses uh, about how you like not going. Any excuse. Yeah. Any Bruh, excuse I'll be like, going. yesterday. Do I really <laughs> want to go to the gym today? <laughs> yeah. Like that. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. enjoying like your, your fitness. Um, yeah. If you, you can find something for yourself that you really like doing and like use that, use that to motivate yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's good motivation. Shouldn't always yes. be about like looking a certain way too. Like fitness should just be like, something that you you do just for your health in general. Definitely. Yeah. I think we're mm. so caught up in how we look. And you were mm. talking about this recently because um, I think I replied one of your stories and you were saying like, I posted this because I'm kind of just over this idea of how people should look, this body image that we're all meant to be working towards, if you remember. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. Like there's just, it's so toxic, the image of, women these days how you should be um and it's it's so scary like even you notice with these filters they all start to um like widen your eyes make your lips bigger narrow um, your nose higher narrow nose like uh, what are you saying here that we all should be looking like that um Mm. oh i'm sorry i'm like no 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 i honestly i've even been telling myself like I still use the filters here and there because they look cute, but I'm also like, no, you need to make sure, like I, I make a point to myself and I'm like, no, post a picture without a filter because you wow. don't want to be used to that. Yeah. And then when it comes to like me, like posting my body, like me being just in a bikini or whatever, you know, and I'm, I'm like, no, let me do this because there are times where I do look at um girls on Instagram and I'm like, damn, but like my booty don't look like that. And it's like, yeah. no, like love the booty that you have now. Like, sure, you can work on it and try to change things, you know, um, but love what you have now too. hundred percent. I feel like, especially what you're saying with the filters, like if you'd said this to me a few months ago, I might've been like millennials. Like, you know, I don't know what you're mm. saying, but the more I'm posting right now, like that filter option is so easy, but it's like, that's not my face. Mm. Yeah. And you get used to it. Yeah. And it without it, you kind of like, oh. where, like <laughs> yeah. Like, and then when you're using your own face, it's like, oh, but it's like, well, my face cute. These filters just yeah. go to the next level. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's the thing. You always have to remind yourself, your face is cute without the filter. Yeah. yeah. That's actually real. Like that's actually like kind of the new Photoshop. Cause I, I would consider myself someone that doesn't Photoshop cause I just simply don't have the skill to, but actually these filters are just your modern day Photoshopping, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's kids too. Um, yeah, I have, I have nieces and nephews and I don't want them to feel like that's how they need to look. You know, it really plays on your, on your, self-image and makes you insecure and it's not no it's not okay definitely and it starts young because I've met people man and I've probably been guilty of this myself but I've met people who I'm like this girl is stunning and you'll talk to her and she's just like I want to change this I want to change that and you're like but why like and it's literally because of these things these filters tell her like if my nose was just a little more narrow if my cheeks were a little higher and it's like my friend I'm looking at a beautiful person here like what are you changing yeah absolutely yeah you know, and I've, I've been guilty of that. And it's something I'm working on where like I'd convince myself and I don't think I'd even talk about this, but here we go. I convinced myself that I needed to get a boob job, girl. Okay. Oh, wow. And yeah, what got you to that point? And it's like, I'm, I'm not anti it. If people need to do it, that's fine. But I think the problem is that I convinced it because I was like, oh, you know, when I look at girls on the magazines, et cetera, their, their titties are basically up, up on their chin, up by their face. Mm-hmm. And naturally, most girls, it's just not the case, you know? Yeah, and that's another thing with modeling as well. A lot of these images are altered. They, they are, even, even with clothing, like it sits a certain way because we've got pins at the back holding the clothes, you know? So it can be deceiving here yeah. and it's really sad. Yeah. But that's why I'm like, no, let me tell you all the truth. Yes. <laughs> it's scary for me too sometimes when I do it. Um, like. I would, I'll post a picture and then I'll say, hey guys, this was the actual real shot. Like, no, I have bumps here and there. No, like I've got... Got stretch marks. And we've got, I've got cellulite. i Yeah. Just so you know, okay, like, cool. Let's appreciate the art because, I mean, it is an art to be able to use Photoshop and do that. Like, it's a skill, a major skill. Mm. But at the same time, I want you guys to know that, hey, this is also, this is the real side too. And this is beautiful too. But with whatever they're doing with marketing and commercials, et cetera, this is what they've decided to go with. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That transparency mm-hmm. is needed, especially like you said, for the younger people, because actually for everyone, because even as an older person, we still see certain bodies, the same old, you know, abs, but the, the ass fat. And you're just like, none of this is making sense. <laughs> you know, and it's like, you don't see that in the mirror and it's just so confusing. But the more we talk about these things and the fact that it's totally normal, not everyone's, some people's boobies, they're perky. Some people it's not, and there's no right or wrong, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that I was willing to go under the knife based on that, like if I was willing to go under the knife based like on something more about, oh, I want this for a different reason, but not because I've convinced myself that this is my, they're wrong. There's nothing wrong with them. Yeah. I hear you. I hear that. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's real, man. People really be, you think it's just the Kardashians and stuff, but people we know and people that are close to us are, you know, succumbing to this pressure. It's really difficult. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And it's sad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like you said, like, do you, but like, really ask yourself why you're doing this. Yeah. Oh, yes. This year is my like year of why, man. I'm trying to like unpackage a lot of just like, you know, I thought, you know, only a certain size could cut off their hair. And I cut off my hair when I was at my largest size. And I'm like, why did I think I couldn't have done that before? So, yeah. Just- and I was like, yes, I'm like stunning. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And you suit it so much. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad I kind of freed myself of that lie. Yeah. And you know what? Mm. The thing is also um, having short hair, 
it really, I, I don't know if you felt this way, but I did. Like, I felt so different. Like, I felt liberated, first of all. And then I also just felt like I had, I had to be comfortable with who I was. Yeah, there's no options. <laughs> like, my face, like, everything was showing, you know, like, yeah. And it just made me so, I don't know, I, I, there's this, I entered, I honestly felt like I entered a new level of confidence because I was like, yo, like, I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm quite bare like this. You're naked. And yeah, it almost feels like that, right? And then you're just like, but, but, I'm, but I'm happy and I've, I can't do anything about it. So I'm going to rock it anyway. And it made, it made yes. me so happy. Yeah. I had that exact feeling. Like I genuinely felt so beautiful. My ass was God knows how many kgs overweight and, you know, all these things that someone might have been like, you know, comparing me to a magazine girl. She shouldn't feel beautiful. But man, I'm telling you, I felt that really, really beautiful when I cut I off my hair. I love that. I really, really do love that. It is very freeing. And I could see my young self. Like when we were kids, our hair would be short. And I felt like I could see her. Bless. That is so beautiful because hair yeah. is such a big thing in our community. Yeah. That's another thing. Oh, girl, if I, if we talk about this, oh my gosh, we are going <laughs> to... That's a whole other thing. But like, yeah, especially for like um, African women, hair, it's such a big thing. And for us to, you know, when I cut my hair, I had a lot of like, um, let me call them aunties, like ask me, like, are you okay? Is everything all right? And yeah, or like, are you going to relax your hair? Like those sort of questions. I'm like, no, like I'm, I'm happy with my short hair. And I'm also, when I had my Afro too, like I had all these questions. I'm like, I'm, I'm happy with my natural hair. Like, you should you should try looking at embracing yours too. <laughs> yeah, is it, is that not crazy that people have to actually justify like I'm actually okay as myself because that's how yeah. your hair grows out of your head and you have to literally be like I'm not going through a meltdown. I'm not anti weaves. I'm just okay with being me. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think do you remember when you first cut off your hair? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, I was in high school. Yeah, when I first did a chop. Yeah, and I went to school with my little, my little teeny weeny afro. Yeah, and I was like, wow, I didn't realize because I know you were one of the first to do it. And I think now the questions you're asked back then, like, are you going through something? Um, You know, do you want (laughs) to relax it? I feel like now it's become so common. Nearly every black girl I know have done did the chop, which is fantastic. Mm. Um, But you know, it's it's good that you're able to do it young. And for me, my oldest sister Martine was one of the first to do it, and man. People were literally like, you're not going to find a husband. It was a whole thing. Oh my gosh. I remember you telling me this. Yeah. It's, it's mad. It's really mad. You know? Yeah. But whereas now there's been enough of us to actually take that control and be like, yo, my hair is not me. It's not my beauty. It ain't my identity. Mm-hmm. So there's this, um, yeah, I got to say, I didn't receive any backlash because I'm one of the ones to do it a bit later as a bit of a skinny cat. Oh, that's okay <laughs> but I'm glad I'm glad you didn't honestly I'm glad you didn't um because it's, yeah. it sucks you're like what like really is this what you guys think like mm, okay but anyway I'm a rock I'm a rocket though <laughs> yeah um and speaking of not having a husband <laughs> um, whoa whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> look at my leeways eh? I'm like it'll come back um one of the topics we always talk about especially when we live together is just like the whole single dating world and low-key just how ghetto it's been as of late mm-hmm. mm. and I feel like for me I know I'm out the game thank you God appreciate it <laughs> but like I have so many friends including yourself you know my sisters people near and dear to me that are just quality women and I'm like what is going on like I want people to do research like there's a there's an epidemic in another way like a different <laughs> kind of epidemic happening um what's what's up what do you think about that 
Yeah. And I also like, I ask myself the same thing when it comes to my girls. I'm like, you girls are amazing. You're beautiful. But also on top of that, like you have so many beautiful qualities and values. And I'm like, uh-uh, something's going on. I don't, I, I, you know what I want to know, Ange? Fellas feeling like this. That's what I want to know. Because Yo. I actually have never, I've never thought about this, but are the fellas feeling that way? Well, that's a question I've had before, but I've had one person tell me that they reckon, they believe, hence why I'm saying do the studies, guys, like this is serious. They believe that men are also having these conversations saying to their bros, like, I'm a quality guy. I've done this. I've done that. I've prepared myself for marriage or a relationship or whatever. And there's no women out there. But I personally, I haven't heard or seen that with my own eyes. What I'm seeing is the women's side of things. Yeah. You know what? It's interesting that you mentioned that um, that some of the guys have said that because I've listened to a few podcasts um, where men have said that um, and some of them very close to home, like in, in Australia, like men saying that. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Honestly, it's, I don't know. But like you said, it's it's hard out here and there's, there's an issue, like actual, <laughs> this is an actual. Yeah, I think <laughs> for me, when I've thought about it, and I know people are like, girl, bye, you already, you married, you out. But it's like, nah, man, my girl's suffering and I'm with them. You know what I'm saying? And for me, I think what I noticed when I was still dating and what I think plays a huge factor is that apps, dating apps were made to bring people together. And I swear they're like actually doing the complete opposite. Oh, wow. Wow. That's and deep. That, like, yeah, because I feel like now it's more like, this is how I see it. So back in the day where parents meet, you just meet face to face. You're like, okay, let me get to know this person. If it's a vibe, you go forth. Whereas now it's like, you could vibe with a hundred people in the space of an hour. Like you could swipe, swipe, swipe. It's more quantity than quality and getting to know one person, investing in one person. You're like, yeah, but I could be investing in like 10 dudes right now. True. Yeah, that's absolutely true. It's like you have all these options and it's almost as if you're like thinking, I've got good, but I can get better. You know, yeah, always, it yeah. Is. It's like I could be one mm. swipe away from better. Like you could have someone that's a good match, meets your values. Yeah, yeah. he's good. It's a do, but instead of investing in him and you know building him up, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, well. that's, that's it. Yeah, it's these apps that have um opened up the options and and <laughs> your options don't even have to be in like in a in close proximity. It's literally like yo, <laughs> you can see who's over those these. kilometers <laughs> all the way to the UK. <laughs> 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 Dubai. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I think that, that, I think that a huge factor. <laughs> I think so too, because it's just something not right. Like I'd get it if, if like the people around me and the people you're talking about too, if, if they're kind of like, you know, if we, we were with a bunch of crackheads, it's like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> but the way it's set up. And I think the one thing is also like when our parents were getting married and settling down, having kids, it was so much younger than now when we're doing it. So it's, it's not in our minds. It's actually legitimately something has slowed down, something broken. Oh, yeah. It's the, it's the world changing. Yeah. And social media has a big part to play in that. Um, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Probably even just social media in itself. Not even the dating apps like, um, again, I feel. Yeah. I don't mean to sound like one of those old people, but it's meant to connect us, but it can also make us more isolated. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're right. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah. yeah. I know but anyway, y'all, like, if, if you're a fine man with a good heart, holla at me. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, shout out to just, Okay, what, what's your type in this? While I'm at it, let's do oh, this. Oh, my let's gosh. Let's find out. Actually, maybe maybe your type list will tell us what, what the problem is with dating. No, come on. Just six foot. No. 
what's my type? I just, I need me a man with a good heart, honestly. Someone that's good with communication. Like for me, these are the things that come first before the physical. Um, yes. Because physical fades, my friend. Like physical fades. 40 years from now, his, he gets a bit shorter, a bit uglier, and you got to still love him. Yeah. So if you're compassionate, if you're funny, if you oh, if you can cook, I love that. Oh, yeah. But I'm not trying to be in the kitchen all day, every day. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, no. Which actually reminds me, that might be another thing too, that I feel like the role men and women used to play back then, like technically you being like, can I find a man that can cook? Maybe that wasn't like our parents' days. My mama, she's the cook, Mm. you know? So maybe it's one of those things as well where it's like the roles have kind of been, we're crisscrossing over. Like, you know, some women are the sole breadwinners in the house. Some men are staying at home, some this and that. So maybe that's also part of it as well. Yeah, yeah. And and that I feel like that links back to links back to social media with um, us being able to see that, oh, we actually can be this person as a woman, you know, like we mm-hmm. actually can do this. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. Well, those are some of the, the things you look for. What are like deal breakers? Deal breakers. People that treat other people bad. I don't like that. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it was funny because I was having a conversation with my friend about this the other day. And it's like, actually, someone could be like, no, 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 so-and-so is such a nice guy. No, he's a nice guy to you because he thinks you're attractive. But to other people right. who are, are not attractive to him, like, he's horrible to, he's not nice to. So for me, like, a huge deal break is how you treat others. I've, I, like, I really pay attention to that. Yeah. Um, That's a good one. Oh, and yeah. on oh, that, actually, I've heard that. Wait. Before we head to the bat, oh yeah, girl, leaving people on scene is not where it's at. But with that, the whole treating people badly, I've heard that a good way to tell how someone treats people is if you go on a date with a man and how he treats the the like, you know, waitress, the person helping you. Are they polite? Are they kind? Do they treat them with respect? Because some people will look down on someone because they're serving them. Mm-hmm. You got to be kind to people no matter who they are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. And then bad bad communication. Bad communication. Like, I, especially, like, not just, like, being left on scene. Like, this person probably doesn't really, is not that into you. But I mean, mm-hmm. also just, like, um, not being honest about, like, your intentions. Yes. I, I, I love honesty. Even if you're, you're like, even if the intentions are bad, like, it needs to be honest. Yeah, like, not bad, but, like, even if it's, like, Okay, look, you're not trying to be serious, but just be honest about that because hey, what if I'm what if I'm looking for something the same, you know? Yeah. I see people beat around the bush and stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 come on, just be open with your communication and like, yeah. Hundred percent. That's I, I see that a lot again with my friends. I'd be dating through these <laughs> through y'all. <laughs> and I see that so much where people just waste people's time because it's like just tell me what it is you want. Like, let's get straight to it. It's like you can't have your cake and eat it too. And they mm-hmm. and it's like you know, um, excuse me, like say what you want and and stick to that, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. People trying to have you out here making you feel like you're cuffed, but really, yeah. I feel like with the dating, it just doesn't end on a good note. It's still a mess, but hopefully, I'll maybe get some guys on the show on the podcast who can give us some insight as to what the hell is going on. Yeah, that'll be so nice. Yeah, yeah. But um, listen, I know we could talk about anything and everything from, we've, we've been talking about loans and our DMs, we've been talking about Dubai, <laughs> we've talked about so much. Um, and it's always a good time talking to you. 
Um, so thank you for joining me for Girl Chat. And I know it's probably not the last time that you'll be joining me on this podcast. Ooh, thank you so much for having me. This, this has been so fun. I love it. I love it. I'm so proud of you. You're, you're killing it. Thank you. And while we're at it, maybe I think some people would love to see your art, some of the modeling, some of your DJing, some of your chefing, if you want to give out your Instagram handle. Yes, yes, yes. My Instagram handle is my full name. So that's uh, at Vanessa Omoga because um, damn, do I need to spell that probably? Okay, um, you got it. Y'all know how to spell Vanessa, but surname is U-M-U-G-A-B-E-K-A-Z-I. Um, or you can just search up Popcorn Gal and yeah, I'll pop up. <laughs> yeah, no, sure. Her content is good. It's entertaining. Um, and yeah, it's, your modeling pics are fantastic. So I'm really you. appreciating them. Thank you so much. Thank you. And to those of you listening in, I hope you enjoyed the conversation and that you could relate to what we discussed. And I hope that you'll join us on the next episode of Girl Listen, the podcast.